or the um, Aniani. Aniani community that you guys were sent to go find. Uh, actually, I don't think you guys were sent to find the Aniani. We, think- we, we were sent to get him off the island. Get who off the island? Oh, right, the dragon. Yeah. That jerk. Yes. Yes, you were. And uh, you guys think that the Aniani might know something, um, given the reverence in which um, the sea elves, mainly Fikri and Misfar, have uh, spoken about them. Um, Does any one of us have, like, Tongues or comprehend languages. Nope. That was last campaign. Well. Huh. I feel there may be a language barrier. I didn't didn't leave it out this time. (laughs) We're just stuck with what we got. Stuck with what you got. Believe you me, it's been a consideration, though. Maybe in a future. You know what's funny? I'm going to take it like next level or something, and we're never going to come across another non hard <laughs> language speaking race. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. I could just mess with you. <laughs> um, so, Datu, bad Datu, down Datu. <laughs> Datu does not go down. He's still. Don't leak oil there. <laughs> Climb in this man. Uh, oh, that's right. Um, the uh, Ani Ani um, tries to, I guess, grab Datu. Not um, not to destroy him, although I guess you don't know that. So he just seems to be making an effort to grab for Datu. So I guess I'll need to, like, roll. Acrobatics. Um, Twelve. Roll acrobatics. Oh, you do, yeah. I don't know. I think I just need to roll the hit. Don't roll where yeah. I don't need you to roll. Well, if you're if you're hitting it down, well, that's one thing. Just, if you're trying to grapple, that's another. I just roll the crit one, so he punches himself <laughs> in the nuts. <laughs> um, Datu climbs on top of his head. Victorious, victorious. Um, and uh, you hear the ani ani. Say, um, in common. Oh, get this, get this thing off me. Oh, then uh, have it. Oh, it speaks. Perfect. Uh, I prepare to cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> you cast Zone of Truth? I am going to cast Zone of Truth on his location. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, Unless what? you stop me. <laughs> I don't know why... Uh, can we set the scene just a little more? We just got here. <laughs> we Those all gathered around. I uh, know you'd yeah, be with us now. You're with oh. us. Yeah. We so that's a good point. Um uh when did when did we lose Deanne? Was it the whole last session? It was after mm-hmm. the dream sequences. Yeah. After the dream sequences. So basically what happened after that was we interrogated sweet little uh crap name not coming 
to my brain. Uh, Yadang. And we found out that the reason he was seeming shifty was because he had the uh, danger whistle. And he wanted to keep it. And he wanted to keep it. <laughs> so he was generally okay. Um, but Rosebud's been on a bit of a we're getting this shit done mm-hmm. uh, path right now. Not quite a war path, but uh, and seeing as somebody convinced him to grab the truth for the day, he's going to use it. <laughs> Got it. I convinced him. No more lies, no more bullshit. We're going. We're getting this done. Um... Okay, that's true. And then, so we were scouting. We had uh, uh, our normal routine of jewel up front. Uh, then the majority of the party. Uh, then you with the kobolds in the back. Um, we specifically, when Jewel told us that there was something in the area that looked out of place... Uh, Asked that you tell the kobolds to stay, wait, don't do anything, hide, essentially, at the back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we all gathered up, and uh, I performed a little mage hand reach around on the tree, but didn't find anything. (laughs) Not a good... Not... Not... Yeah, no, that was by design. Um, Okay. Essentially, there was some spot on the tree that looked a little funny, and I couldn't tell if it was the tree itself. Uh, Jewel pointed it out, so I sort of started, like, worrying it was a trap or something that was going to hurt us. I just started, like, poking the tree from uh, from a mage hand. And then uh, Rosebud, uh, I think... I can't remember your exact mindset at the time, but you were like... Let's just get it done, I think, is sort of your mindset there, Josh. And uh, suddenly, Datu crashed through the trees and smashed into the tree. Um, Which revealed itself to be an Ani-Ani. Just uh, in, essentially, camouflage. Yeah, it was uh, hollowed out in the tree. And uh, just chilling. And now we're here. Okay. Yeah. Um... I can't think of anything else that really happened while Deanne was gone. No, I think you guys just sort of had that, because it took you time to travel. And then you might have had some interpersonal conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So at this point, um, I I guess I'm not going to stop Zone of Truth, because maybe I don't notice it? I don't know. We're kind of all in the middle of something right now. I'll Like, you're not being subtle about it. No. <laughs> I'm just... He probably would have looked at you, too, like, very smug that his plan worked. Oh, yes, because it was. Before he plan. did uh, turn to cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a little bit too shocked to, to stop it. We've just found... All right. One of the things, like, it, I guess if you're looking for Geth to put you on a leash, uh, Geth's not to. leash and nothing. <laughs> All right, 
Rosebud casts Zone of Truth uh, on the location of the dude. I guess it would catch us too. Because how uh, far exactly are we away from the tree? Uh, you, I don't think we're very far. Close yeah. enough to give it a reach around, so. <laughs> With a mage hand, technically. Yeah. Which was uh, 30 feet, I think, for mage hand, if I recall correctly. Um. Yeah, so definitely would be close enough to this tree if they're a giant tree. So, uh, Rosebud casts a spell and approaches into the circle. I'll say it doesn't catch the rest of you unless you want to step into the circle, but he's going to have to make a saving throw. A wisdom saving throw, I believe. Let me click it. Uh, Charisma. All right. So let me roll a charisma for this bad boy. Pull out the stats. Boy, I have uh, way too many little notepads or little uh, sticky notes in my <laughs> in my monster manual. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah, and thankfully the one that I'm looking for isn't even on the friggin' Okay. Anyways. Alright. Charisma, you said? Charisma. I have to beat a DC 15. Ooh, baby. Here we go. I don't know why it's still saying... Uh, spell save DC 14. Oh, wow. Even with my... Okay, well, alright. I see how it is, dice. I fail. <laughs> I fail. <laughs> I fail. Alright. Um, I believe he knows that he's under the effects of the spell. I believe that there's nothing... An affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions it would normally respond to with a lie. Okay, so you cast Zone of Truth and... uh, He notices that you cast magic on him, but um, he doesn't seem... He feels... Okay. Someone want an insight check on this guy for me, please? Sure. Twenty-four. Uh, Rosebud. This man is the size of the tree he just came out of. B is dwarfing all of you. Uh, and because of that, I think there's a level of leeway that he is giving you. But that runway is quickly running out as you've just essentially been bombarding him with magics. But you haven't done anything outwardly aggressive. So he's, like I said, he's not jumping out to attack you yet. But you could tell he's starting to get a little nervous. And more importantly, he's kind of getting annoyed. Hello, giant one. Um, Wait, uh, what? <laughs> 
Rosebud, what? What's happening? Hello? Well, I'm following your lead, and I'm doing the whole truth circle thing so that there's no lies and we can all just be straightforward. Uh, Rosebud has willingly failed his save, by the way. (laughs) I, I, I suppose that's fair, but normally I would think to let the... Okay, uh, so I'm going to, as I was sort of in the middle of doing Mage Hand and, like, focusing at the time, I'll dismiss that, um, and look back at, uh, everyone, because I assume everyone's here, and, uh, Jewel, uh, where are you? You're probably hidden somewhere. Okay, anyways, hello? Can you... Rosebud, maybe um, we should have warned. I mean, I wouldn't really appreciate if someone just started casting willy-dilly at me. <sighs> All right. Well, I mean, it's... I suppose. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Hi. Hello. Uh, greetings. And I, like, pull up. I, like, have that paper that was the... Uh, the writing that was in the language you don't understand. And I'm like, uh, they've, they're obviously talking to us in common and Datu, I believe is currently still trying to like run into his legs or something like that. I'm just crawling on him like a bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I, hello, greetings. Um, we're, uh, I'm, I'm Geth. Who are you? Are you standing in the circle? I haven't moved to the circle. I've stood where I was. I was trying to be non-threatening, and I like I'm kind of flustered because there's uh, an air of like I thought something was going on, and then all of a sudden the floor has crashed out from under us as a giant metal contraption has smashed into the target of our current salvation, essentially in my mind. Um, of a way to get off the island. Uh, and it, there's just a lot going on right now. Geth? Yes, Rosebud? In a circle. Okay, okay, yes, that's true. Um, if we want, if we seek to be allies with them, and we should do it so openly, is that not what you said earlier? Oh, it is, it is, Rosebud, it is. It's just... I think that there's a little moment of etiquette first, uh, such as introduction. So, yes, okay. Hello, I am Geth. I'm going to step into this magical circle that Rosebud here. That's Oma, that's Jewel, that's Lavender. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Hello. We, we have a few others, but don't worry about that right now. They're further back. We left them there. Um hello and i like sort of like i've got like a pen out and some paper in the other hand and i was stepping forward at the same time and like my bags on the ground because i was digging through it for like half a second and i like sort of half bow and go to take a step forward and i'm just looking quite disheveled right now as i'm trying to be courteous to the newfound creature that we have we don't actually even know if this is truly an onioni at this point we just see that they look the same as the things in the cages right it's a fair assessment <laughs> yeah 
Um, and and my name is Geth, and, and what is yours? And that's where I'm at right now. Uh, the giant uh, looks at you, uh, seeing that you have sort of stepped into. It, it, is it visible? Is like the zone of truth like a visible thing? I don't think it is. Uh, I imagine uh, zone. I, I, I don't, don't think there's any visible. I think it's visible. Uh, could a magical zone that guards against deception any foot? I mean, for the sake of straightforwardness, I guess you could say there's like a visible outline, so that. Because we were like fiddling around with shoving, uh, uh, fuck, I keep forgetting his name. Yadang in and out of the uh, zone of truth until he failed. So, and uh, I believe it was Geth taking the lead on that. So he wouldn't have known quite where I cast it unless he could see it. I'm just Eggs. reading online, and I don't see anything Does, stating that Zone of Truth is immediately visible. I, I think it's DM yeah, call on that one. Is. I mean, I, as far as I'm aware, I don't think it is, so... Um, right. He doesn't quite know... He's going to roll an insight check on you. Oh my god, Dice, why have you forsaken me today? Well, um, he rolled very low, so he can't really get a read on you. Um, who's he? Who's he trying to read? Um, Geth. Geth, because Geth was talking. Um, so the giant grabs Datu, kind of yanks him off, sort of tucks him under the shoulder. <laughs> he does not struggle <laughs> like a football. Yeah. Um, he looks you all up and down he says you have come forward curious but not aggressive forgive me if I am not quick to trust but it has been many moons since I've seen a sentient creature such as yourselves on this island. I... I understand. Um, we've actually come across not that many as well. Um, one of the most recent was uh, Makizig from the lake. Uh, someone roll an insight check for me again. And two of us do it. <laughs> the two lie detectors. <laughs> I will let one of you help the other. Uh, actually, no. Both roll because you can't really help with insight. So, I, sorry. Both of you can roll. Yes. Rosebud is yes. too busy oh, grumbling about etiquette <laughs> and how it slows everything down. Who's the second person who's going to roll? I assume Doma. But, okay. Uh, I was just making... second lie detector. Uh, 
Oma, there, Rosebud, you're way too distracted. But Oma, you notice as you, as McKissick is mentioned, there's sort of a flash of recognition that comes on his face and then quickly, I probably should have said that. Uh, let me rephrase that. There is an expression that passes on his face and then uh, is quickly sort of hidden. Um, and he says, you are, you've been to the lake and you've spoken with McKissick. We have, we've, we've shared tea and, um, ha- had a merry moment. There was, uh, certainly a, uh, a moment shared at least that we were invited to return at some point in the future was my understanding and uh we we left a little something a bit of a gift to them um for which i uh i hope was the right thing to do we're okay let's just um uh, what can i call you at first if that's all right I am known as Utukali. Actor for my people. Cool. Do you want to put that in the chat? Because <laughs> there's I, no I, way in hell I'm going to be able to, <laughs> <laughs> to figure that out. Is it Utukali? Is that sort of what you said there, Pedro? Utukali. You gotta really emphasize the uck. Uck. Utuk, golly. Okay. Thank you. Alright. Okay. Um. Utuk, golly. Uh, thank you. Uh, that's much better than just being strangers here in a strange land to us, at least. We. We've been here a number of days and. To be honest, we we came seeking some knowledge. Uh, I'm in the zone of truth, and I have willingly failed. Um, sure, but he doesn't know that. Yeah, so I was just about to say we uh, we are trying our best to well keep much of is Uthatal the whole continent or the Uthatal world? Uthatal is like the continent, yes. Uthatal uh protected. There is many forces at work right now that seek to uh harm many others and utilize the Bakanawa for their their gain and and we are opposed to that our group the the ones that you see before you and and a few others the dreadful thorns <laughs> you come to this island seeking the bakanawa uh in a sense yes to protect it or to warn those that would help protect it, there's 
Um, can someone remind me if we knew any of the names of the people that are trying to harm it? <laughs> we know the Mistress, Mistress and Esmeralda. Esmeralda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we didn't know uh, Sandals guy. Okay, cool. There is oh, uh, dude. No, no, <laughs> Sandals guy. <laughs> he's, he's got such cool things. He just referred to him as Sandals guy. Hey, <laughs> <Okay>, you all. <laughs> I do it because I know it bugs you. He doesn't have a hand. He can go invisible. <laughs> he's got all these cool tattoos that move around. Out of character, we know him to be the witch. Out <laughs> of character, you know him to be the witch, and you call him fucking Sandals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, lobby boy. Uh, to be honest, uh, Itagali, uh, we are just trying our best to keep those of us around us safe, and I, I think we've began on a little bit of a a rough patch here, much less than I would normally like. It, it's it's a pleasure. It's it's quite a feat that we've managed to run into you. Are you are you known as maybe to others or yourselves the Aniani? Yes, I am an Aniani. Strange hearing that word from the lips of another. Well, we came seeking some wisdom and have honestly found ourselves in a bit of a uh, a bit of a f- f- unforgiving situation with many of the uh, current inhabitants and denizens of the isle here um, but not McKissick but not McKissick no. you count yourselves an ally of the man in the lake well we, uh, he he was not very bad with I mean we ate and he told us a little bit about the place and we, we were not to go. He was a friend to another of the clergy and therefore was a friend to me. He did not seem like a bad man. Though I suppose many can have many different faces, um as you see amongst our group here. We might be considered bad in some circles. As you say this, he sort of recontextualizes you all as a group. You see that he doesn't have any weapons visible on him. But... Just the sheer size of this guy makes you think perhaps he doesn't need a weapon to hurt you. Uh, we well, you're on to the size of tree trunks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he says, You are bad to some, but not to others. I know all too well the outside gaze brings labels unwanted upon you some deserved some not it it sounds like you're quite wise to the ways of those off this island I I wish to gather um, some other of our compatriots if it pleases you there is uh, Fikri and Misfar they are 
well, they have a lot of lore surrounding your people, and uh, to to be honest, I I didn't expect to find you so soon. I I didn't really prepare much of a a speech or a gathering. We're to be truthful here, just just hoping to prove to you and maybe others, your people, that we do mean no harm um, to those that don't wish harm on others, at least. Uh, and though we may be a little bit unorthodox, our intent and goal is to help those that are both here and elsewhere. I... I feel that if I were to uh, gather them, they might be able to help give some more context. We understand you may, you as a people may have some insight into much of the information we're looking for, and we'd be happy to, well, prove ourselves that we don't intend any harm to those of the island here. On purpose, anyways. So what he's you... trying to say is that, <laughs> you know, we're actually here to stop something really bad from happening to Utato. I mean, we do a lot of that a lot of the time. But, you know, we were told that uh, possibly there was something here that we could... Uh, could help us or at the very least stop, you know, the bad things from happening that would harm a lot of people. And so we are here now and it seems we are stuck here now. We do not know how this island works or who is on this island other than you. And honestly, we've been looking for your kind more than anybody else because of the people that are with us. They, they believe that your people and their people were tied long ago. We're just good people. Eh? If you speak the truth, then you may gather your allies so that I can see them in the breath of their fullness. That's good. Uh, we we certainly we will boots. do that. We with... wear boots. I looked down at their feet. He's not wearing any boots. Okay. <gasps> boots would stick out on that tree, so he's he's bootless. We we certainly will gather most of it. Um, but in truth, and now like IRL, I have to think what is the truth of Geth here. We currently have a bit of a larger gathering of others that aren't as like-minded as us. There are some that we used as a little bit of a a scout, uh, a, a kobold uh, gathering from something called the Great One. We barely escaped with our lives. You are uh, yourselves with not only the man on the lake, but the kobolds who worship this great one as well. Well, I mean, there's only one I, that we actually seem to like. Um, 
Yes. Uh, no. Yes and no. Um, uh, Utogali. We, to be honest, we're just trying to not make enemies. Would be the more accurate portion. We 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 do count ourselves ally among, as you say, the man of the lake. But we simply were trying to survive as we were exploring the the isle. We came to a uh, an area with. Uh, noxious gas rising and before we knew it we were ushered in front of a green dragon that was quite large and seems to have created an uh, <laughs> I mean I'm in a zone of truth here someone's gotta stop me uh, <laughs> seems to have uh, captured some of your brethren we would have loved to <laughs> free them, but it let us just be honest was... with you. I do not trust the green dragon very much, but you know, uh, we were trying to get the hell out of there. But uh, yes, your people—we we do know that your people is in conflict with him. And uh, I will be honest uh, with you: I do not think that we would be very friendly with the dragon. But we are very frightened of the dragon. <laughs> That's well well put there, Oma. And uh, also, uh, three of us didn't even get to see the dragon. So I know. Just putting that out there. Uh, Rose, next next time, Rosebud. Next time. And uh, <laughs> as as they're saying, uh, ultimately, when we were leaving, we gathered what we would consider one ally from the Kabold ranks and and a bit of a ragtag group of others that that think we're doing the will of the Great One when we in fact are trying our best to not, to die. not <laughs> die. Exactly. That's a good way to put it, Oma. So I will, uh, with your leave, go gather the ones that we trust. And I assume the others might take your presence as a well, both fearful and I, I would prefer not revealing that you're in this area for fear that they bring it back to their godlike deity that they worship. You put me in a place difficult choice I am an arbiter for my people a gate upon which outsiders must cross and you come to me with the truth entangled with the enemy not by choice, but by necessity, yet willingly ushered our direction by its foot soldiers. I do not wish the kobolds to know that I am in this place, nor my people are near. That seems fair. And, and by the way, we are trying to teach them other things. I'm hoping macrame, so that they will get away from green dragons and want to do macrame. I mean, 
Both are lost. They are as absorbed with the Great One as the tides are with the ocean. Yes, most of them are rather nasty creatures willing to betray their own kind for advancement. I don't like them. Would you like us to remove them from the equation? I have no problem with that. But they're making a giant... uh, They're making a whole bunch of sweaters now. Well, do do you want the sweaters or do you want the kobolds? Uh, Uh, To be honest, um, uh, Utagali, we would and can send the majority of them away. They were they were traveling with us more for an assurance for ourselves than anything, as there are many dangers on the isle that we thought that they could provide some insight into. Um, Lavender speaks up and he says, uh, perhaps if maybe you go with uh, Utukali and Jewel and I stay behind with the kobolds. We can reach this compromise. Yes. Um, I we, suppose we that makes sense. We don't have sea elves here with us, though. Well, they can send them ahead. Okay. Uh, we can gather the sea elves. Just send them your way. It's the kobolds that we want to keep a firm leash on. Very good. Well, I'm off then. I appreciate your tasteful attire, Sir Giant. And you see that the Giant's pretty much just in a loincloth because he's painted. <laughs> uh, he's painted up his body and clothing would sort of ruin that immersion that he's, that he's trying to go for. He says, and with that, I bid you adieu. Uh, may the moon goddess Illustre keep you in your safe. And he marches off. Oh, Jewel! <laughs> oh, Jewel! You see him sort of yell as he disappears into the jungle. So, um, giant one, have you ever seen a, a, another of my kind, a rat folk? Or any of your kin, have they? Are you wearing a helmet right now? No, right? Nope, I do not have a helmet right now. I just haven't updated the art yet. He... Bends down. Gives you sort of a once-over. I have long ago seen those of your kind. I cannot recall seeing one on the island, though. You have to forgive me. Time muddies a mind here in this place. I cannot recall the monotony of the everyday here. Ah, that that is fair. Well, thank you, and uh, he shoots a glance over towards Gath. And um, in the future, I will work on etiquette or uh, 
instead of rather just casting Zone of Truth. So you hope to find us for our connection with the Bakanawa. Yes, so the, go ahead. Yes, exactly. We seek to specifically face off against the Mistress and Esmeralda the Hag to stop them from taking control of the Bakanawa for some unknown purpose. He sort of shakes his head. He doesn't sort of. He does. He shakes his head. The Bakanawa cannot be controlled. They seem to believe they have some kind of device or insight into maybe not a full control, but possible direction. I I am not sure. To, to be honest, we were in a bit of a perilous situation when we heard some of this information, but if there's even a slight mote of truth to it, we need to stop them. Make a persuasion check. A group persuasion check. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I think that's the whole group. <laughs> that's everyone still here. Everyone's still here. I guess I could I could try magical guidance on myself. Can can do pop out and like give a wave. To... <laughs> I'll I'll try magical guidance to see if I can get any higher on this. One second, let me. Just I was gonna say a cute little rat, but then I remembered he's a a, a bluish gray little aberration without eyes and an eye stalk. So never mind, he's not very cute. Tulip's kind of freaky. <laughs> I just need to double check that I don't have a limited. Okay, cool. I will try this persuasion again. Hopefully get an at 20 to balance out stuff. Yeah, 27. <laughs> Jeez. That's, that's damn good. That is darn good. I would say that 27... I would say that 27 puts you over from a... Uh, you were going to fail the group check. But that roll was so high that it, <laughs> it bumped you up. Alright. Uh... The Aniani looks at you all and says... Your average is 20. Damn. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, the Aniani looks at you all and says... If you are truly seeking to safeguard the Bakanawa from a danger so large... That it can control said creature. Then perhaps I should take you to a village leader. She might have the answers you're searching for. We would greatly appreciate that um... I mean, there's... And at this point, how, how long does it take for Fikri and Misfar to come back? It was like 100 or 200 feet. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll say at this point, Miss Far and Fickery begin. They become visible. You see, Miss Far and Fickery just sort of stop in their tracks as they see the Saniani, and they whisper to one another. And we, ah, yes, there we are. Okay, Th- there's much to discuss. Certainly, um, probably questions we don't even know we have, to be honest. But uh, we would, we'd greatly appreciate that and be. Um, in your debt to meet uh, some of your others this here this ah uh, yes uh, this is Lorekeeper Fikri Alishak and uh, I totally remember Miss Far's last name totally <laughs> uh, so I introduced them uh-huh. um, uh, here uh, please come closer friends we have met well uh Utagali uh someone who we were seeking uh without even knowing it was them they were quite well hidden Utagali nods and says your companion speaks much but he has spoken little on you I am Utagali of the Aniani. And you see that Fikri and Misfar sort of give the respectful gesture of their middle fingers. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Fikri sort of separates himself and says, I, I, am, I, I am a lawkeeper am- among my kind, and truly it is a blessing that we have found you for you were lost to us like a seashell in the ocean. I I have so many questions. I I've, I am. He sort of stops and takes a deep breath. I am a sea elf of Ansalam, and our libraries speak of. The magic that your people bestowed upon us for our creation. For we were but simple elves for you and after. Denizens of the sea. The Aniani looks confused. Anutakali says. I've no recollection of your kind. I am afraid your records, as you call them, are misguided. And Miss Far looks kind of downtrodden and uh, says oh, but but surely you're you've you're, you're kind many many generations ago has interacted with us has have they not passed down record of, of such things and Utagali sort of holds up his hand and says, 
I do not know you, nor your kind. I am sorry that you've come all this way to be let down. My generation has not passed down anything. Or, excuse me, he says, the generations have not passed down anything. Perhaps... Now that you are all here, perhaps taking you to my, to our leader, it soothes any sort of disappointment that you have. I, you see that he's, he's genuinely trying to like be nice about this <laughs> um <laughs> like i don't remember you he's like, like oh, oh, this is okay i since you are here i'm i am trusting that you mean my people no harm but in truth if you do i think it will not end well for you uh i take that to heart Yes, that is how it should be, isn't it? Mm. Very well. Uh, and he turns around and he... He begins walking uh, in oh, off the path, sort of away from... from the area, sort of into the wilderness... Uh, is he still holding Datu like a football? <laughs> yeah, he's still holding Datu like a football. <laughs> I, uh... I send Tulip to the pocket dimension and back over to me so he's not being jostled. <laughs> uh, Fikri and Miss Far sort of look at you all and they're sort of... I, I do not understand this. I... Fikri, it, it could be as simple as something that's not passed down. It could have been a different group of them. Maybe there was more in the past with different civilizations. We we know not much of their culture, right? So even if they have no significance of whatever interaction might have occurred... It doesn't mean that it wasn't important to your people. It's far it says, but the sacred texts. <laughs> they spoke of these things as if they were truth. Well, it, it, what else does it lie to us about? It's easy. It's, 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 I would not discount it right now. I, I, you've got to understand, history changes and things that were once there are lost. Wait until you hear what has happened before you make your judgment. And for whatever it's worth, it as you yourselves have said, this was a a long time ago. I I understand elves to have quite a long life, and the fact that you need to reference them in these texts and. It's not as though they might not have uh, 
their own texts here. We have seen their writing. Maybe it's just simply something that is more of a footnote in their island life. It also could be in the actions of one significant individual that did not carry over to the rest or to history. You never know. It is still an opportunity for learning and sharing once you return, and maybe it will bring some changes about to the history and the culture, but the truth will come out. Although truth is, and I look over at Oma, a little bit of a fluctuating thing, is it not? Well, I would say the truth is truth. But context, that is it, is important. That is what can change over time. A humbling experience, to say the least. But you are right. With greater context, the truth can be amended, and our relationship with it doesn't have to be severed. It doesn't have to be negative. We can we can change, and, and we can we can grow. And this doesn't this doesn't miss far miss far. Don't you see that this is just an opportunity for learning new things? Isn't that what we came on this journey for? And Miss Farm sort of nods slowly. Yes, I I suppose that is exactly what we came here for. Yes, that, that is the precise best way to look at it, yes. You may not have liked the experience that you found, but you still found it. Yeah, and again, the, the fact that your history still tells tales of the giants, something that few people knew of him said there must be some connection there yes there has to be it's strange to think that the foundation of our entire civilization our entire culture maybe even our entire species could be just a a footnote in someone else's well, Vickery is right. It's, it is a very humbling experience. It is, and... I mean, I've interacted with many people. They might have taken more out of the situation than I have of them. I'm sure you can't recall the person who might have... And I think for a second I was going to make a reference to tying shoes, and I realized they probably don't wear shoes. These guys are also bootless, yes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and I'm just thinking for a second. Well, regardless, someone might have... You might have simply helped someone in the past and wouldn't think twice about it because it is in your nature, but could have had a profound effect on their lives later, if you know what I mean. Yes. Unfortunately, it is not as clear the past as you don't bear the same bonds that we the clergy do. But if you ever did seek such bonds, know that you are welcome, if that makes any difference. That's far exactly what happened. 
and then just dumps a bucket of water on his head. I'm not entirely sure I would want to spend any more time above the waters than I'd have to. No offense, Ratfolk. You've been nothing but kind to us. Well, I mean, within Miria, I'm sure it's rather moist. But <laughs> yes. I'm... Yes, I've, I've tried to be kind. And he pointedly looks between both Oma and Geth <laughs> at saying that. Yeah, you have been kind. I haven't seen your evil side today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't heard all the times where I'm like, they're gonna die. <laughs> uh, shall we follow? Yes, yes, let's go. Alright, so... Uh, you guys follow. Not too hard, since he's not he's not hiding his tracks right now. So you can see where his giant, big old potato feet have have stamped their way through the um, the brush. Follow the potato feet trail. Before we get out of message range, um. Uh, Rosebud, perhaps we should request, uh, Jewel send Squeaks, uh, just so that we can send them back if needed. Oh, that's a good idea, yes. Um, alright. I'll send a message to Jewel, relaying that. <laughs> just to have a way to connect. Uh, yeah, I have... You hear Jewel uh, respond. Uh, okay, if you're sure um, about splitting up, then it would be best, I suppose, to to have eyes on you. Hopefully, uh, Squeaks uh, will be s- won't be seen, but oh, will just... be felt. I was thinking, just like literally riding in our shoulder. Oh, okay, I. I, I I will say he will be out of range. So the only way they'll know if something goes wrong is if Squeaks dies. Okay. Or if we send Squeaks back. It's true. Or if we send Squeaks back, yeah. So, uh, Jewel was just essentially trying to say that, like, Squeaks will tail you, but try to stay hidden. Is that what you want? Would you like to tell him? Rosebud would have assumed that's what was wanted, and if that's what Jewel wanted to do, he wouldn't argue against it or bring it up to Geth. There we go. Alright, so, you guys settle off. Um, and, um, hoping that you give it a second. You know, you, you slow down a little bit. Hopefully, you know, hoping that Squeaks when caught will, will catch up with you. And um, you guys make your way into this section of the jungle, the trees growing ever taller. Something that the journal itself did not mention uh, was just how large these trees get. Um, Which makes you think that perhaps uh, that these people didn't make it this far for whatever reason. So, looks all around himself. 
at these giant trees and just mumbles, I really wish I could be enjoying this right now. (laughs) Uh, As the journey continues, you hear the idle chatter of language rising above the natural noise of wilderness. You all look up as you hear this, and you see that high above you, there are cabins attached to where, far beyond the branches, lay near the head of the canopies themselves, structures uh, woven together through interconnected walkways made of wood and rope leapfrog their way from tree to tree. These dwellings zigzag throughout the jungle, accented by by periodically placed totems. Um, And the Aniani stops at one of these trees and he grabs what looks to be sort of this just moss. But as he grabs it and sort of yanks it, you see that it is actually rope. A rope ladder covered in moss to make it, you know, blend in. Uh, And this is like he has to reach, like, even for, like, giant height, right? So. Something that would be out of our. Something that would be out of your reach, just generally. You wouldn't even have, like, paid it attention unless you got, like, super high insight or investigation, excuse me. Um, he says, um, come, come, I will help you all. And he sort of, you know, he, he drops Datu. Well, he, he gently places Datu on the ground, I should say. Uh, and he uh, provides his hand like he's like the Iron Giant, right? And he's just waiting for you to step onto his hand. Uh, Ro- Rosebud. Yeah, Rosebud takes a step right in. There. Uh, okay, so Rosebud, you get lifted up uh, and you can grab onto this rope. Do so? Thank you. Of course, of course. Uh, and he does the same thing for uh, each of you guys. Who goes first? I carry up the rear. Okay. Vickery yeah. and Misfar, they'll take their turns. If So one by one, they go up. Uh, then it's Geth, and then it's Oma. All right. Uh, you see that this rope is sturdy and thick, and you sort of have to, like, uh, kind of grab on to, like, the handles with, like, both hands, right? Because it's, like, it has to support the weight of a giant. So, uh, it's it's certainly uh, on, the, on the thicker side. Uh, so you guys start climbing up, and up, and up, uh, and you essentially are almost just transported into this just world of large 
<laughs> large walkways and large doorways and, you know, large totems and everything here is giant-sized. Um, Can I get some context on where the top of his foot is compared to, like, our selves height-wise? Are we, when we're standing, are we up to his knee or are we up to, like, his shin or, like, his ankle? Are we, like, are we tulip-sized compared to him? Or more reasonable? <laughs> I mean, if you cut his hand, I'd assume that he's pretty damn big. Yes. Trying to see in the monster manual. Hang on. All right. Hang on, give me a sec. I really should have. You know, I would have assumed that it would have given me a height range in the monster manual. I guess not. Yeah, they're never that straightforward, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, so. This, this guy's like 15 feet tall. Okay. Like big. A little over double for, well, triple for, or quadruple for you, um, Rosebud, but how tall yeah. am I? Hey, he I big. Am... So 15 feet tall and very wide. And... I'm 5'2", so three times my height. Okay, cool. Yeah. Alright. I feel like, so like three we times could... your height can probably pick you up. Oh, oh totally. Yeah. Feels yeah, that yeah. Good, right. Like yeah, and especially because magic strength and also um the more the context I was trying to see like if there's a chair would I have to jump to grab the bottom of it and then pull myself up? And uh, I mean <laughs> probably, right? Because yeah. I imagine if they sit, they would sit on a chair that's like 6 feet tall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. <laughs> oh. Uh, you see that um, there are sort of skilled tapestries uh, of not only like, you know, woven, uh, you know, like tree, uh, like palms and, and, and such, but there's also like every single one of these dwellings just has, like, an excellent level of detail to, like, fine craftsmanship. Rosebud, you're very impressed. Um, this is, like, top-tier artistry. And it's, like, all over you. All over, you know, the city. The, this little village here. Stay um, focused. Stay focused. <laughs> Um, you see that, uh, there is sort of the overarching, like, stench of brimstone everywhere. Um, I need one of you, I guess any of you can roll sort of intelligence checks as you see sort of Ani Ani 
kind of walking around. You see one turning a giant boar on a giant spit roast. You see another, you know, hanging giant rodents on giant pieces of twine. Um, you know, you see some sort of whittling away with knives the size of your arms, uh, creating and crafting things. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is so beyond all of you. Uh, you, you really are just entranced by uh, these these creatures. Um, you also see that there are quite a few of them that have uh, weapons. Well-crafted weapons. Um, Rosebud, you are sort of struck, sort of smacked in the face if you see... As you see a very familiar weapon of giant size that um, you are instantly sort of transported back to the dream that you had the other night and then sort of taken right back to where you are now. Like, are you meaning like the one that he was forging, or one of the other images? Uh, the weapon is very similar in make. I mean, it's not exact, but it is very but similar. It looks like his brother's work. Uh, no, it doesn't look like his brother's work, but it looks like a design. Like these large spears were the same sort of design that your brother was, like, going for. He wasn't, like, doing anything fancy. He was just making very large, a very large spear. Just, you know, my brother did love his large weaponry. Wasn't that in the vision? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to step on Rosebud's toes or anything, so I'm just... I guess I shouldn't have made the connection for him. Mm. Sorry about that. No, no, Josh. no, no. That's... As a DM to player, I, I guess I should have let that be your decision. Um, although I guess make a wisdom, just a wisdom check for me. Yeah, sure, I can do that. Uh, it clicks, Rosebud. Your <laughs> brother was making weapons for giants. Huh. I see. But he is in parate, so... And, and Rosebud just starts mumbling to himself as he's walking. If he hadn't... <laughs> if I hadn't asked the commune question of where... Uh his brother was, he would probably be openly hostile with these people now. Well, it's a good thing you asked. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Would it be okay if we did a quick break here? Yeah, sure. I, I was going to see if I could get a, a bit of a break, because I gotta make some uh, eggs for my mother-in-law. Sure, so do you okay, need a bit so of like a longer minutes, break? I, I, need about, I need about 15 minutes. Okay. okay. Uh, if if everyone's cool with twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, then I'm fine Sounds with that. Good. Oh, thank you guys. Sounds good.
No problem. Oh, cool. I mean, obviously, family comes first. Okay. I'll see you guys in a bit. All right. See you guys in a little bit. We're four giants. <laughs> yeah, I I predicted openly hostile as well there, Josh. Anyways, cheers. <laughs>
All right, I'm back. Welcome back. Hello, please don't leave me, Craig and Giark. Ooh, I came back just in time. Whew. I guess the uh, the music ended. So, since it's spooky season, I've uh, I've been starting to listen to this producer. Who does mostly like creepy stuff? Uh-huh. Spooky, super spoop, super spooky. He does like his whatever comes out of his album label or whatever. I can't listen to it all year because it just makes me very uncomfortable. Here I'll play. I don't know, it's just like, it gets me in the mood for Halloween, but like, I can't listen to it forever because it makes me physically uncomfortable sometimes. I could see that. I could. Hypnosis, and I asked you not to do that. Yeah, that's a mood setter. Yeah, it's just, I don't know how else to describe it. That's exactly right. It just, like, puts you immediately in a mood that, like, it's not healthy to be in (laughs) year-round. Yeah. I think it's the low notes. He uses, like, such low notes that, like, it'll, like, make me, like, give me, like, a headache. That's fair. Get into that season, Halloween. So, did you maybe want to try and play um, Divinity Two later today, or maybe tomorrow? Yeah, I'd be down for that. I'll have to see if ah. everyone's uh, see what the plan is for Monday to see if everyone's up for that session. If so, I'll do. A, I was gonna like remake the map and stuff tomorrow, but. I think I'd still have time. Sure. Are you using a tool? Yes. Uh, I was using Dungeon Painter Studio from Steam. But honestly, it is rather glitchy. Um, like, extremely so. Uh, so I was thinking... Of switching it over to a different one. Uh, Wonder Draft. Okay, hold on. Wonder Draft is the big map version that I use to make the world map. Uh, they also have a a more uh, dungeon variation. So, like, here's 
Here's the program I use to make uh, the world map. Wow, these look cool. Yes, they're very good. Uh, I'm just trying to find... Because he also has the other version, the one for Wonder Draft for Dungeons. Maybe I'll just Google it. Not a bad investment. No, it's. Oh, I think it's. I think it's Dungeon Draft. Is yeah, Dungeon Draft. That's his um, other version for just uh, proper dungeons. And I looked at it, and I'm like, first of all, it looks easy to use. I don't have to worry about tiles or it crashing ninety percent of the time like I do with the other one. Yeah. So I was thinking I might get it and try it out. Especially saying it's like twenty bucks, you own it forever, and you're yeah, supporting uh, uh, an individual rather than a corporation. So right. No, that's that's like the way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, I really enjoyed Wonder Draft. Wonder Draft is great. Like it's very. Uh, very user-friendly. So I would definitely recommend that one as well. But yeah, I was thinking about getting Dungeon Draft. It's like an app, right? It's, yeah, it's uh, it's a program. Mm. Uh, both Wonder Draft and uh, Wonder Draft are like just .exe files you can pop open and use. But uh, you can essentially port it right into other things. I've also been kind of wondering about like other um, what you calls it's other virtual tabletops than Roll Twenty. Yeah, because Roll Twenty doesn't quite keep up, and they really they're kind of slimy. <laughs> I don't like them. Well, there's a. Uh... There's something on Steam that I looked into that looked really cool, and it was like a dun- it was like a 3D dungeon builder. Ooh, yes. Uh, I think that one. I have it actually. Really? Yes, it was. Was it the same one that I showed you? I think so. Hold on, I'm just trying to find it right now. I have it downloaded, so it should pop out. Ah, there it is. Tailspire. I think that's the one I showed you guys, right? Yeah. I tried it out. It was good. Uh, it's okay. Uh, it has a lot of potential. They currently don't have early uh, access. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. They don't. They have currently what? don't have a lot of different like tokens for you to use. Um, lots of map building stuff, but the proper tokens themselves are a little bit limited. Or like uh, monsters and people. Yeah, like here I can hold on. Oh, you can stream it. Yeah, exactly. Because I was yeah, looking at this because, like, the, the the thing for me is, like, hmm, if I buy this, I wonder if, like, I can, like, get two people in for free to use it or, like, nope. if I buy, like, uh, a DM pass. Yeah, unfortunately, when it comes to Tailspire, it's, like, everyone has to buy one in order mm-hmm. to interact. Uh, there are other ones, like, 
I think uh, Fantasy Grounds has that whole, like, only the DM needs to buy it. But uh, Fantasy Grounds Unity. I mean, here's the thing. I'm on a monthly plan for Roll20. I give them five bucks every month, right? If I stop using Roll20 and then just paid one time for this $25, I'm saving money. You know exactly because like yeah, Roll Twenty is free, but I'm using their platform multiple times a week, so like I want to, I don't mind paying five dollars a month for it. Yeah, and right? like that's the thing. If you're using it consistently, you want it to be a little bit more user friendly and all that. Like, I, I know that they keep. I don't know. I think it's primarily for me just the fact that I know that I have to like buy the books and everything more than once. Right. That I don't like. Mm-hmm. There. Alright, so I streamed it. Okay, sorry. Back. No worries. I was just going to show uh, Pedro Tailspire real quick. Uh, are you watching, Pedro? Yeah, I'm watching. Okay, so uh, I'll do a right new. Your mother's okay, by the way. Yeah, she just she just uh, she had her top part of her teeth removed for dentures, and so mm-hmm. she can't eat anything solid, and she's kind of loopy right now. So it gives her some aches. Oof. That's nice of you. Uh, so uh, with this, there's there's lots of different tokens, but. Just for me, I find them a little bit limiting. Um, sure. Well, you know, it is early access. Mm-hmm. I imagine but, they're going to, by the time it's full release, it'll be a lot more. But the major feature that you can do is, like, you can... Oh, like, oh yeah. Keep going. Um, and oh, that you looks... Have, you can actually so do layers. As it, oh, keep going. This is... Um, I'm going to orgasm. Oh no! Uh, what are you we can doing? also control water levels. <laughs> oh, oh my god! That's it. I gotta go change my pants now. Hold on, guys. <laughs> oh god! Really? That's it's pretty the, cool. That's yeah. what I. That's what I love. Like, that's got to be like so much more immersive, right? Like, and that'll like get me to build dungeons because the problem problem that I have is I try and build dungeons on a roll twenty. And then I spend five seconds on like D and D maps Reddit, and I find thirty better maps. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that was the freaking point. But with this oh, one, cool. Yeah, and then uh, like, there's a turn-based mode, initiative. There's even cutscene mode that you can do stuff with if you want to. Uh, a big thing is, um, you can set up what is essentially. I can't remember the term they used for it. Uh, boards. I think I think they call it boards, mm-hmm. and it's like you can set up pre-built things. And so then, like, you like, don't want to build paste. like a temple. You could just throw a temple in there. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. Some people have done that. Like, there's all sorts of uh, boards that people have already uploaded. Uh, there's also like. I don't have any of them downloaded because I just had to reinstall it. But so, how uh, performance heavy is it? 
Uh, I mean, I could play it on my other computer just fine. I didn't have any issues. And that was um, your very old computer that you said didn't play games very well? Yep. Uh, and then there's all sorts of things, like you can enable flying. Uh, there's different morphs for different tokens. Health, uh, stats, you can just throw right in there on the quarter itself. There's emotes. <laughs> That's funny. Um, status effects. Uh, there's even a torch effect for lighting. You can hide them. And then, of course, change the permission, make you need to hiding real quick. Oh, yeah. So, can you thumb off it? Yep. Um, so, I'm as it began, it doesn't show you where the hell that thing is? There is a way to show it. I just... I've forgotten all the hotkeys. Yeah, there's like a GM (laughs) layer of sorts. Um, But yeah, and then you can have multiple uh, boards and maps per server. Like, so you can have another one, and then you can just easily switch between them. How much does this cost? uh, $29. Uh, That's Canadian, so it would be less for you guys. It's 25 American bucks. I have the Steam thing pulled oh, up right now. Oh, it's on now. Steam. Yeah. And then it's even got, like, dices you can throw. And toss oh. far away. <laughs> so does it, yeah, does it keep the, the stuff... Okay, so it, it gives you the virtual tabletop, but it doesn't keep your documents like Roll20 does. Um, At this moment, I don't know if it does. I do know that they added a bunch of stuff since I last played around with it. Yeah, um, so like, see if you could find like a documents or anywhere to keep your your notes, like your GM notes, your game notes. Is there anything like that, like she was saying? There's something in the top right that looks like a book just below the exit. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the chat, chat message. Messages. Okay. You need creatures. Uh, okay. It, it loads pretty quick. Um, yeah. I accidentally opened the debug menu. As you can see, I'm not used to using this interface. Sure, yeah. Um, there's build mode. Let's see. There's There's got to be, like, initiative, craft mode. <laughs> this is like, you're going <laughs> to... So, okay, like... Oh, uh, and here's another fun thing. They actually are connected to Hero Forge. Oh, that's cool. Oh, nice. So if if you unfortunately you do have to pay for a uh, Hero Forge token, but then you can import it directly into the system. Neato. You know that's for, not a bad idea for like long term campaigns. Like no, how long it, have you know you been playing with Oma? How long have you been playing with Rosebud? Quite a while. Might be worth an investment to like drop down five ten bucks on a on a Hero Forge token if you guys want to. You know. Well, I was thinking about getting somebody else to do a uh, to draw my character. Are you talking about like right now? Trapped in Hero Forge? No. You're talking about in Hero Forge, Oma? No, I'm, I'm talking about uh, getting an artist to redo my my character designs. Just redraw Just like it. Like a rando. Yeah. That's cool. How did yeah. I? 
Oh, I th- that's what I did. I toggled the help off or something like that. What did I do? What button did I hit? <laughs> I don't know. So you said it's not very performance heavy. So like, <clears throat> I can like keep YouTube up. That way, you does it have like to. a music player or? Um, it, it, I don't think it has a music player, unfortunately. So, because what I use normally is, I have a bunch of ta- I have my Google Drive up with all my notes from sessions. And then I have the Roll20, I have Kanka up for quick notes, and then I have my YouTube up, and then I have the Discord app. (laughs) So that's a lot of things running that normally, like, it's fine, obviously, if it's a bunch of browsers, but it sort of changes the game if, if I have to run, like, a EXE program. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, so for example, if I'm running State of Decay, or if I'm running XCOM, I can't have all those browsers up. It slows my computer up. Understandable. Um, yeah, I'll have to look into it a little bit more. I'll try to figure out how to get back to the menus I had available. Because <laughs> I have kind of goofed that one up. But if you ha- go into build mode, you can see hidden enemies. Okay. Yeah. So the Windows requirement, you need it's four gigabytes of RAM, uh, version eleven DirectX, and it's a sixty-four bit processor. These are minimum. Yeah. So like, it's not horrible. No. Nope. You know, a graphics card with a DX eleven. Point two. Oh, pretty standard stuff. So it's like that's that's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thank you for showing me that. Yeah, no problem. That really good. <laughs> I mean, I could always uh, lend you my Steam info for a little bit and let you try it out if you'd like. That's okay. I. I kind of want to wait to see what it what it looks like when it's later on. like done. Yeah, that's understandable. You know? But they're they're adding all sorts of stuff. Like they added a bunch of monsters and stuff. There's now a sci-fi update, and it's all added for free. There's nothing like they're not adding DLC while it's in early access, which I kind of appreciate. Because I don't. Yeah, that'd be a real shame, right? Yeah. If I don't, yeah, no, it looks really good. Thank you for sharing. That was cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, is everyone ready? Yes. Roger. <laughs> Sorry for the distraction. That's all good. No, I asked. Thank you. Could you just prove, for example, that? And the real question is: Would everyone be willing to jump onto a platform like that? Since it is a heavy buy of like. I mean, it's not, like, too expensive. It's $25, $29 for Canadian. But I, I understand that, like, asking someone to buy something for a game that we play for free, I understand that that's, like, an ask, right? It is. I'd be willing to check it out. Um, the only catch is I don't know if someone, like, uh, um, 
uh, Wes and Leah, who Wes, I think, does Mac primarily, and then oh, that's another Leah thing. Well, that's does another thing. iPad sometimes. That's um, right. That's the only other couch that I Yeah, so all very low maintenance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was another reason why I didn't want to jump on right away because, you know, like, what if one of you guys is like, hey, my internet's down, but I'm going to jump on my phone and use mm-hmm. the Discord app? Luckily, like the can't easiest do that with Tailspire, right? <laughs> you yeah. well, you can if someone just does like a share screen, right, and is like controlling for them. But it would add a layer for sure. Yeah, but you know, as uh, one of your favorite sakes, we're all adults here. We can uh, commit to things. I, who already owns it, would be making no, <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Off my back, essentially. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just I want to be respectful of and conscious of people's, you know, it's a it's a holdover from playing this game in like high school and, and college when we were all broke. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I was like, I don't have a job. I'm in high school. <laughs> I, I can't afford any of this stuff. Right. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Anyways. And I mean, yeah. So I, I spend a lot of my money on other hobbies, right? That was one of the nice things about D and D is it's mostly like my free hobby. <laughs> mostly, mostly. I mean, I buy a book once every few years, you know, that interests me. So like, that's fine, right? And like, roll twenty at five dollars a a month. Again, like I said, I'd be saving money because I spend five dollars a month on roll twenty. So for buying yeah. this, I'd be saving money. So, anyways, well, I mean, we can always revisit it when we've got Leah here as well. Do, is it Mac compatible? Do they have? I don't know. Tailspire Mac. Well, and so that—that's another. It thing. It is currently Mac. Uh, sorry, PC only. So then, like the dungeon draft. That I think I looked and it said it was Mac compatible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dungeon yeah, Draft worked for Mac. Dungeon Draft would have to be. It's just a map maker, though. So it would still have to be brought into Foundry, Roll20, oh. or Fantasy Grounds. So. so that would just. That's like exclusively for me as a DM. Yes. It's not like an alternate platform that you can go in. No, unfortunately. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Still cool, though. All right, everyone ready to get back to the game? Yes. Yeah. Let me change this music. <laughs> I was telling um, Josh that this is my spooky time Halloween channel that I like to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of... It's called Ill-Advised Records on YouTube. They're like a... Sort of like a... Underground label. And they just put out a bunch of creepy music like this. <laughs> Sounds fun. We have gone into the tree fort. <clears throat> and been mesmerized. Mm-hmm.
Although, okay, hang on. Hmm. <laughs> I was gonna put on some music that's like super peppy, and I'm like, well, I don't know about that. Okay. Here we go. Oh, okay, see, this is. It's too dark. Okay. The struggle of wanting to have a soundtrack to your game. Yeah. How do I skip? Skip first. Okay. So. Uh, as I was saying before. Uh, there are giants doing various things. They stop as you walk by them or as you uh, enter their space uh, to acknowledge you. Um, you are a curiosity among these people. And each of them are like what you saw captured by the dragon. They all have this deep deep onyx skin. Some have red hair that come out in tufts. Others are orange and twisted into intricate braids. Most have horns. Uh, there's a strong odor of brimstone here that sort of radiates. Uh, and it mixes with the odors of tobacco and cigars and cooking meats and hanging spices. They really do, for all intents and purposes, have an entire civilization up here. And, um, if you guys would are okay with it, I'll just skip to the part where you get to where you're going, unless you guys want to do something right now. Rosebud's very interested in all this, but he's trying to stay on task for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. You see that they're wearing, um, pretty standard affair. Uh, but the ones that with weapons, they also have very, like, well-put-together armor. Sturdy armor. This isn't just, like, patchwork stuff. This isn't just, like, slabs of, of boiled leather. They have very well-crafted, uh, iron Part of you wonders where the hell we'll they're go. even getting it. Well, that was what I was about to ask. I'll ask. <laughs> um, hold on, I'm pulling up the note because I don't want to say his name wrong. Utuk Gali. Um, where are you? Who, who is your craftsman? The armor, seem, armor and weapons seem very fine and well done. Oh, we have master craftsmen here. Rat folk above the trees. Many of my brothers and sisters have dedicated their lives to creating things. A very noble pursuit. Yes, we find the ore at 
uh, to to mine at um, there's a a place uh, not too far from here where there are uh, rock formations and we have dug deep into the to the have you you said you've been underground to see this dragon right uh, well Oma and Gethap have you noticed I when you first arrived did you check the shore uh, we we took a moment um, our our boats was uh, under repair so as such we did take a, a look and notice that there is quite a an edge to this land it goes the sheer edges it allows for ample use of of its material and there is iron here strangely enough I I cannot explain this place but it provides almost as if and he stops almost as if it was made crafted yeah maybe it was you never know what the deities will do yes the deities here we are and he uh, takes you to uh, one of these buildings um, that has um, a beautiful swirl of of color and uh, pattern painted onto it. Uh, it's larger, seemingly, than all the other dwellings. Um, and there is above the door, which uh, is much wider than sort of say a single giant width. Um, there is uh, writing atop it to signify its purpose. None of you speak giant, though, so it is lost to you all. Ah, squiggles. <laughs> oh, yes, fine squiggles, the finest. And he says, uh, wait out here. Uh, I will return shortly. Uh, thank you. Yes, I look around as he leaves for somewhere to, like, plop down. And I don't see anything that... I don't know, maybe there's, like, some, some children's <laughs> toys in the corner that, uh... <laughs> uh, you're sort of on an open... You're on an open walkway here, so there's nowhere really to sit. I mean, oh, could, I thought we were inside one of the buildings. No, so. you were outside the building right now. Uh, so I'll lean against one of the, uh... <laughs> I do not notice. <laughs> one of the, uh, ropes or branches or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, Rosbadoma, Pickery Misfar, I think that's everyone who's here, right? The five yes. of us? Yeah. Uh, this is a lot 
better than I expected, to be honest. I I didn't see us finding this today. Um, not that I didn't trust we couldn't locate it, but to be invited in to speak with an authority figure. Yes, things are going well. We just need to be careful. Um, our goals... They are truthful. We're seeking the Bakanawa and way off this isle, but what of the Green Dragon? Do we have a stake in that? We, Rosebud, Oma, I... I mean, I would have say, liked to see him, but um, do not, beyond that, I have no... I do not think it would be a good idea to let him have his way, but... Again, I think we should be completely honest with these people of what his intentions are. Actually, speaking of honesty, um, Gath, you made it clear with my last interaction that maybe throwing Zone of Truth out first thing is not the best approach. But what if we did it the other way around? Um, and he'll motion for Tulip to sort of climb down into his hands and he'll take out the ring that is yes, uh, hooked in. Here is your ring. Please. Bless me, Father. Tulip, you are always blessed. Oh, thank you. He kisses you with little whisker kisses. <laughs> um, the other way around. Sweet Tulip. How do you oh. mean? Well, if we want to show that we're well, being truthful, why don't we put a spell in the ring, allow whatever leader they have to attune with it, and then allow them to cast it on us? If we're uh, trying to be honest and, well, diplomatic, I suppose? Yeah, I um, I think that's a great idea. I, I wouldn't... Uh, do so without discussing it first because there is a the zone of truth was certainly a tool to make sure we are trusting of it gave notes Zadang um, the world does function without magical means through normal commerce and conversation and through one's deeds but we, we can certainly make the offer there um, I mean just think about it Would, wouldn't it be so much more straightforward like they, would, they wouldn't have to try to determine are they telling the truth they just know that we do have good intentions I agree uh we can give the option to them it, see, if they deem it necessary. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. If we can manage to go without, then that would be preferable. Attunement takes time, and I'd rather not spend too much time. I understand. These people seem to... Uh,
not be any uh, much of a rush, mind you. So let's just take it by ear. And I think that that's a good idea. And we can present that certainly, Rosebud. That uh, I, I hope that they take us up on it because it is much easier to just know that the other person is, well, maybe not willfully, but truthfully speaking. <laughs> I mean, I would hope they would hurry up, though. Is that a hint for me? That's <laughs> <laughs> just <was> <laughs> grumbling. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm throwing shade at the DM. <laughs> Rosebud's throwing, throwing shade at everyone except for himself because he needs to get to his brother. He's got. <laughs> he is doubled down now that he knows that his brother is essentially mentally enslaved. So, yeah, it's, he's got his focus on that. Utakal returns with a female giant. She is taller than him by more than a head. So 16, 17 feet tall. She has to sort of stoop down a little bit to get through the doorway. She has stark orange hair half-shaved on one side, braided down to her stomach on the other. The side that is shaved is marred horribly uh, by burns that rob her of that side of her face's eye as well as her ear. Her dress is very extravagant in pattern and color. She's not wearing any armor, um, but she's also not wearing uh, sort of simple clothing that denotes sort of average wear. You think that perhaps this is a clothing that denotes a station of some kind. Her thick lips part into a forced smile. Outsiders, I am Frapuna, my trusted scout says that you are to be trusted, and you are looking for the uh, Bakanawa and the Aniani's connection therein. Uh, that is the truth, uh, Frapuna. Was Oma going to say something? No, I'm just saying, but I am, I am Oma. I, oops, sorry. It's my name. <laughs> I am the leader of the Aniani here. I am sorry if Utagali has given you any trouble. Uh, quite the contrary. I believe we might have stumbled upon Utagali in a little bit of a, well, falling fashion, as it would be. We're, our adventuring band is called the uh, 
the dreadful thorns, we are also part of a, a ship uh, beached on the southern shore. Where was it roughly? Was it southern there, yeah, Pedro? It was the southern shore. The southern shore at this time, with additional crewmates, um, a ship called the Cub, and uh, we shared our. A, a short bit of our tale with um, Utigali, uh, mostly of our our current situation, trying to keep a dreadfully manipulative creature away from the Bakanawa for tr- as they were trying to uh, gain access to it for nefarious purposes. Um, we, we've been on the aisle for, I, I believe, almost a week now, maybe a bit like under, and uh, it's quite bountiful and wonderful and scary here all at the same time. We've uh, come across only a few others of uh, sentient races such as um, as we mentioned to Utigali, the uh, quite dreadful, we only know them as the Great One, a, a green dragon, the Kabolds. But before that, we had met and broke Mary with... Um, McKissick. McKissick, thank you. Uh, as well as coming across some of the the what appear to be ruins of maybe one of your past villages or civilizations, but in truth, uh, we have many questions and hope that we can <laughs> uh, and hope that we can uh, answer any questions yourselves uh, of us to, to show that we truly mean no ill will towards you or your peoples. Um, we've brought myself here, uh, Geth, Uman. Uh, there is Oma over there, as you've heard. Um, Rosebud there. Uh, Fikri and Misfar is, is the ones that you have in front of us here. Uh, there is others. Uh, we left behind some of our crewmates and party, uh, Lavender and Jewel, uh, as they were watching what I understand to be a little bit of um, an apprehensive situation where we were trying to <laughs> we were trying to keep our hides, as it were, when we met this uh, green dragon that is referred to as the Great One and. As such, they sent us to try to find a way off of the island for them, though we have no intent of of sharing that um, at this time. But yes, uh, Fro Puna, it's it's a pleasure, and we hope to be uh, of service as well. We have been on this island 
a lot longer than this green dragon has been. And we are still no further along finding many more ways off the island. What brings you... Well, I did not say that. Young rat folk. Insight check. (laughs) Make an insight check. 19. She's telling the truth. So I would believe that she has an idea? Correct. Okay. Sorry for interrupting that. No, it's okay. It would be prudent of you to keep this dragon here shackled like we but I know that life is not always that easy you seek to find a way off the island well so do we you and I are in in that way perhaps we can help one another it would be beneficial for certain and um if there's time maybe we could share a a, a little bit more of our reaching your island and why we seek the Bacchanawa uh, with you. Yes, uh, Utakali has told me of this mistress and this Esmeralda, the sea hag. I have my reservations under whether or not uh, creatures can control the divine beast but stranger things have happened. We are here, after all, on this accursed island of never-ending night. Uh, Accursed? We understood this to be a little bit of a homeland for you and your people. The giant shakes her head. We have no homeland. We were nomadic once. Though that was a long time ago. I, I can scarcely remember the other islands that I tread upon before this one. Do you know if your people's journeys ever led you to Parate? Oh, yes. We were uh, around Parate. We came from Parate, and... She paused, and a look of 
sort of disappointment kind of comes across her face, and then she says, and then we moved into the Shimmering Isles, as the people of this place were wont to call it. Hmm. This is certainly a lot of information, and pardon my uh, forwardness of it, it's it's certainly uh, it sounds a bit of a sad tale um, you sound woeful of the land of giants here um, or at least that is what I understood it to be called from uh, and I look over to Fikri and Misfar of uh, the, the sea elves they, they actually have um, some lore surrounding your isle and it, it sounds like you have quite a a long lived race uh, if you're saying you recall moving from some previous isles Fikri and Misfar here they have quite a long lifespan and many hundreds of thousands of years uh, lore pertaining to your isle here the Aniani and spreading out across uh, the sea for their people no you are mistaken we are not a a race of long lived creatures I, however, we aren't so lucky as to the elves. I, in truth, I must confess, I know not what these elves even are. I, we had traveled all over the Shimmering Isles and not once had we encountered these elves. Uh, and he looks, she looks them up and down. Um, some, uh, who's, kind of knows their history? Not me. <laughs> not trained in it. Uh, oh my, do you? Uh, no history. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> no, we okay. could use an intelligent, uh, yeah, an intelligence-based character. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, uh, yeah, Fikri and Misfar are out of luck because they are by by nature of the being sea elves. They don't, they would not know this. Um, so yeah, one uh, of the more intelligent-minded among you, make a try and see like a history check. So that'd be or, either you or. Uh, Oma uh, or Gaff? Uh, she's wisdom. She's not I'll, intelligence. I'll give it a try. <laughs> I do have the fact that I can use my thingamajig, so that's useful. I'll take that. <laughs> okay. Um, Gaff, you, as a traitor from Galicia and Tamim and Vong Tao, you've traveled with your family. 
you have come across stories of elves. You've had a rare instance where you have come across the elves of Tamim who were trading. Um, and you know that elves were not originally... They're not native to the Shimmering Isles. However, they were integrated into the Shimmering Isles community well over a thousand years ago. And your knowledge of giants... Giants don't live... They're not like dragons... Or elves. They don't live to be 800, 900, 1,000 years old. So, for her to say that when she was traveling through the Shimmering Isle, she hadn't encountered the elves. Definitely saying something. Um, well, we can... Work out some additional details shortly. I'm I'm certain, but uh, to to begin with, is there anything that you'd like to know about us? We want to not uh, raise any concern on you or your people's parts. Um, is there anything that could help us set your minds at ease? You say that you do not intend to give the whereabouts of our place to the dragon, and my scout says you have not intended harm for him. That is enough for me. That is, uh, very accepting, and I appreciate that. We do not wish to uh, cause any harm as we said um, there's we come with many questions one of which is we only know of some lore of the Bakanawa but you speak of it as if it's some someone or something that you've interacted with or are quite familiar with is, is there anything you can share about it yes the Bacchanala was something that we encountered when we first came upon the heart of these islands. We were traveling on the waves of what the humans called Bulkong when the moon was shadowed from this place before our very eyes. On this lunar eclipse, this great sea serpent rose from the waters and sang a mournful song as it pined heavenward. We, being who we were at the time, 
sought to get closer and... Well, she sort of smiles a little bit. Needless to say, I am fairly confident that this mistress and this hag of yours will not be able to control the serpent. Maybe not them, but there was a third, one we know very little about, who emerged from a portal. He had very ominous sandals. Yes, magic can be a tricky thing. It is true. We know more than most the dangers that it poses, the entrapment that it can hold on unwilling creatures. The divine beast rests far from prying eyes and in its hold we made many great things from its scales so it wasn't hostile then it it didn't try to eat you or anything oh no it did not she did not we were met with great mercy. And... She stops for a moment. The Bakanawa slumbered and allowed us to take the scales that it shed to create many things. Um, Or a promise. So no. It was not hostile. Quite the opposite. Rosebud opens his mouth to speak and then realizing that He's talking more than he should be. <laughs> he looks over to Geth. Um, go, go on, Rosebud. Yeah, what, what were you going to say? Well, I was just to ask the promise. What, what, what was it? It was a promise to build a ship that could take to the skies to find her lost lover in the moon. We said that we knew of a way to do such things, and we left without fulfilling that promise. Hmm. Do you know how to do such things? Mile. No. Does anyone? We lied. So we can take the scales for ourselves. I see. And 
this was you yourselves or others before you? It was me and mine. Though not everyone survived that harrowing battle. There was enough to keep going. To rebuild. I... One of the few things I remember very clearly in my age you seem surprised I suppose I am um it it sounds as though you've <laughs> Had a had a situation where this was not on this aisle. Um, no, it was before you came here, is it not? Everything was before we came here, child. So where is the back now? Then told you, slumbers at the heart of the shimmering isles. Underneath, so we're on the, the wrong island. Yes, I'm afraid if you're looking for the Bakanawa, you will not find her here. That is, we were mostly looking for information on how to find the Bakanawa, which sounds like you have willingly shared. So I, I appreciate that. I willingly share because uh, people of your ilk cannot reach the Bakanawa. She slumbers underneath the flames of Bulkong. Yes, but if she was to say, wake up, would uh, the eyelids no longer be there? This island that we're on now <clears throat> You said that she lies beneath the isle, the islands of uh, of Bolkar. Yeah. Yes. So you would all know this, Bolkong, because you've you've been around Shimmering Isles for a while. If you recall, Bolkong is the largest volcano in the Shimmering Isles, and it's in the center of. The Shimmering Isles, sort of in a, you know, at its heart, in many ways. It is also revered as a deity. A lot of the islanders built their religion around Bulkan. This well known, or will others come here searching for the Bakhnawa as we did? I suppose both, Rosebud. We only knew so much. I do not know what is well known in today's ah. age. Right. My apologies. It is okay. It is okay to be curious. You are here. I am afraid that unfortunately you are here. And all you have left is your curiosity. 
So, what what keeps you and your people here? A curse? The curse of this island? That would be something I was wanting to ask. Uh, things do not act normal here, and it seems like uh, there is something that does not want things to leave said island. Not something. Someone. Is it the one that's in the middle of the lake that, you know, likes to throw the lake throws people? Unless you do some really fancy dancing. He stuffs a tobacco pipe that's like the size of your arm and begins puffing on a long-necked pipe. Yes. Yes. The old man, uh, old as we, he keeps us here. He keeps this island chained in time. Ah. <laughs> ah. Hmm. Rosebud's eyes are just flickering between Gath and Oma like, what the hell do we do? <laughs> well, so he keeps the peoples here. Uh, why does he keep you here? Your, your people. He only keeps us here. Those unfortunate enough to find these cursed shores share our prison not by choice, but by circumstance. I am sorry for having dragged you into our chains. But but why does he keep you here? You said it's your curse. Did you do something to him? the crumpets. Yeah. Yes, we unfortunately did. Our nomadic life was not a peaceful one. We did not come into the Shimmering Isles with diplomacy, but force. She kind of puts her hand on her face, like, Ah. <laughs> I see. I... That does seem to be most people's preferred methods, I've noticed. It does, yes. Mm. Well. We... are... not... who we once were. We, as you can see... By the nature of you being alive, speaking with us, um, but that was not always the case. Uh, we went from island to island, killing, pillaging, enslaving, until we came across this island and that man and with great feats of magic that I myself cannot comprehend he 
removed this island. Ramuthaltal displaced it between moments. As you've probably experienced those pink clouds, they are not of this realm. I dare say that you are not of this realm. None of us are. We... Yeah, I I suppose we are not. This is quite a worrisome note. Um, It is of great concern, and sorry if I uh, am at a bit of a loss for words, but... This is certainly troublesome. It puts a bit of a damper in our intended foray. Um, That is quite alarming. What stops you from approaching the man Mckizig now do you not parlay at any point? Have you attempted? Over the many moons we have attempted for this parlay, as you say. But to no avail we <laughs> at first We built ships to try and go across the water. But the days came and went. Years, decades, centuries. We decided to use our words instead of our fists and called out to him on the lakes of his shore and on the shores of his lake, excuse me. But he never answered. We haven't seen this man since the first day we were trapped here. And what of I pull out the map. What of the north and the west here? Uh, and the east, there's some other locations that... And I pull out the, the writing that I uh, had recorded. It, it, were these made by your people in these other villages? Are you talking about uh, the, like, the, like stuff that you you scratched onto the paper from the... Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. Yes, those are ours. As I said before, we were once nomadic, 
but you can only be so nomadic on an island this size. We long ago gave up traveling. Now we simply live here, in this village. Um, I don't suppose you know what happened to the other of my kind that was on this island, do you? McKissig mentioned another clergy member that had been here. Do you know of them? Clergy member? Yes, uh, and I'll take out my symbol and show it. Uh, a clergy member of the Seekers of Myria. I have not spoken to this clergy member. Utagali is head of the scouts all over the surrounding jungle that encompasses our village. Perhaps he knows of someone who has, but not I, I'm afraid. And Utagali says, um, I have not personally, but I can ask around. It is rare for us to reveal ourselves but, as you've seen for yourselves today, it is not unknown for those who seek peace and not war. Perhaps, if she was not violent towards us, we would have spoken to her. Hmm. It's alright, I, I have my own way of finding the answers I seek. I appreciate it, though, thank you. Uh, of your village here, are there many? I, when I was interacting with the Green Dragon, um, we spotted two of what we assume was your people captured and could do nothing to assist them. Yes. Unfortunately... Angtos and Hagasi have been captured for many years. Lost to us. The dragon toys with us. Finds us interesting. Seeks what we have. I can only hope that Antos and Hagasi hold strong. For in truth, the dragon cannot have what we have, cannot grasp what we have grasped. No matter how many times he threatens us no matter how many times he might have killed them maimed them 
Does your does your people are they capable of mind altering magic? This might seem out of nowhere, but I mean your methods of enslavement, how how are they? Physical or magical? Both. We giants have been known to be able to harness magic. I, myself, none of us here have magical faculties. But there are others of my kind. Hmm. They're the great storm giants in the sky. There are... Of the more in, intelligent of us. Of those in Parate, were they exactly your kind or varying kinds? Like storm giants. Storm giants are not here on this earth. They are up in the clouds, in the realm of air. Very well, but that was not what I was asking. But there are... Yes, there are others of our kind. The other fire giants in Parate. Well, thank you. Um, Gath, Oma, I believe we have our heading. Now more than ever we should hurry. Seeing as we know that it is not on this island after all. That is true. We certainly do have a heading, but no way off. Um, that is so not entirely what? true. What do you mean? There is a way off this island. And would you share it? You must. And the curse? You must convince the man who chained us here to eternity's hand to let go of his hatred. If we were to do that, what exactly did you do to him? You were vague on that part. We murdered his family. We enslaved his family. What was left of them? We killed his village and cannibalized what we wanted threw away the rest same as we did for every other human encampment we came across but that was many many moons ago how long must we suffer until a wrong has been righted I well, that is the eye of the beholder, is it not? Um, a pain like that could burn forever. But uh, I see your point. Yes, we do not fault this man for 
doing what he did. But punishment cannot last for eternity, can it? I mean, of course it can. Mm. Well, if that is the answer, then unfortunately you will never leave this island. We will see. Um... You mentioned that we could not reach the Bakanawa for they were underneath the flames of the Balkan, the volcano. Is that yes. right? We are fire giants. We are immune to fire. We do not feel the sting of its tongue. So we were free to pass into its holdings. I cannot say the same for your folk, though. Something tells me that that is not the case. Is it a magical protection that you have? Or merely your own skin and flesh that gives you your defense? I do not know. Hmm. In the same way, I don't know how I breathe. Or how my brain thinks. That's fair. Those are all great mysteries. Yes, I'm... How I have consciousness, how I'm able to think complex thoughts, acknowledge who I am and what I've done. I do not know. I cannot answer that question for you. Do you consider on the aisle here the dragon, which obviously harries your people, uh, an enemy? Do you not... It sounds like your people have, in their histories, quite a insightful and tactical mind. Have you not tried to rid yourselves of them? No. We no longer crave violence. We are a people who simply want to live our lives. Killing this dragon solves nothing. It does not bring us peace. We will go speak with McKissick, but I would like to give a word of warning. Sometimes the only thing that can repay bloodlust is more bloodlust. And if he requests that, would you be willing to offer up your own head for your people's freedom? I think you do not fully grasp the gravity of our situation. That is probably true. She takes what looks to be She grabs, essentially, oh, no. She says, I, if, she says, we want nothing more than to end this existence. 
We do not age. We do not die. So we do not give birth. So your death would essentially be the end of this curse. Our death is meaningless. Do you not think that in the thousands of years we've spent on this island that there are those of us who've tried to end our own lives? No, no, I I do believe that. Uh, I'm just saying that if we said, oh, would you give your life? But you're like, uh, that's the point, kind of. That's what you're trying to say. We want nothing more than to die. So, yes. That is the only way we can truly live anymore. So, Ro- the only way we can truly live again. So, yes, I, I understand. I understand. But I... it is as you say. Some punishment deserves an eternal eternity. Right, rat folk? Unfortunately, you do not share our curse of eternal life. So, you're more than welcome to live with us. And when your time comes and you die peacefully of old age, we will bury you. And we will honor you and we will remember you. And then we will forget you. Just as we've forgotten so many things. Rosebud nods. Say that's fair. Is... I understand, but I've... Well, rather, I understand my own lack of understanding. But I have things I must do, and so I must get off this island. And we'll take our leave here momentarily. Is there nowhere you've not explored here? There's... There's got to be some way off here, um... And we will. Well, we already have the heading. We need to talk to Miss Kissick. Yes, but for example, the the hole, the the one that no one returns from, is that somewhere you know of? Ah, uh, yes. Not somewhere you've tried to go. If if you don't return, maybe that is where your death follows. Perhaps. Go down there and find out for us. For it was our hands who built that stairway. For it was our hands who built the shrine upon its door. We gave up going down. Hmm, Maybe 400 years, 500 years ago. I cannot recall. So you, you can emerge from there then? We can, for we do not die. I see. We do not need food. We do not need air. We do not need water. We eat because that is the only choice we have. We drink because this is the only thing within our control. Well, um, I suppose we will take our leave for now, but may return hopefully with good news. I... I must admit, this is very worrying, and uh, I can see you've been here for quite some time. 
we will uh, try to return if we can. If you do manage to speak to the man again, tell him we are not who we once were. And there is truly remorse and sorrow in our hearts. And if he is willing and merciful, that he would end our suffering. We'll do our best. If. Yes. Let us be off. We've a way to journey. Um, we'll take our leave. There is two questions. Have you encountered this Hydra before? We were told to steer clear. Is that the truth? Yeah. The Hydra, yes. One of uh, the original creatures on this beast, on this island. There used to be more Hydras. We hunted them when we first got here. Hard to kill. I don't know if you're familiar with Hydras, but they have a way of coming back. I am... I am not... Okay, and, uh... Yes. But they are... They can be killed. So, if you are inclined to do so... We just do not want to I die. Would've... That's... When it was... Well, I mean... I mean... If, if it, it does not want to kill us, and we can get away from it, we don't want to bother it, really. Yes, no, I would I like would've... to see it, actually. I would avoid the swamps in which it calls home, if I were you, but... We are not. So therefore, you can do what you like. He is not immortal, if that is what you're asking. Nor is he as terrifying as this dragon. Hmm. Good to know. Is there any... And this, the last question here, is, is there anything or... Like a, like a map or some information that you would care to share so we try to steer clear of any other of the... Isles, well, obviously the dangers do not worry you as much, but in order for us to succeed, it would be imperative that we uh, make it back safely and see if we can convince this McKissig that uh, your suffering has been enough. I... Cannot offer you a map, for we not have we do not have those things. We long ago gave up any such desire to wait. Now they they originally said though that they started just doing reading and stuff like that. They originally said that they used to be nomadic and they used to like build things and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but they said then then uh, once they did all the murder and everything that. Oh, are you talking about, like, a map outside of this, like, of just the general shimmering islands? Yeah, they said they, they, uh... Oh, okay, sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you meant oh, a, a, I, a map for this I meant island. a map for this island, too, but technically I'm, I'm trying to go back in the conversation where they said that they had given up a lot of that stuff just to be more mentally, you know, to use their mind and be peaceful. no. 
They, uh, uh, they, they would have, if you ask, they might have, it would make sense for a nomadic group of people to have maps of the places that they traveled. Then, uh, maybe not a map of this island. You happen to have a map overall? Oh, yes. We have maps of this, of the Shimmering Isles. Of the coast of Parate. Is that what you require of us? We will be more than happy to give you everything you need once we get off this island. I look at, uh, I look at, at Gav. It, it might help to share what you might have just simply to know where you've come from it, it might help our uh, our friends here um hickory and misfar in their studies of the histories their, their histories seem to indicate a interaction with this isle and your people specifically um and as you've said or uh, as um, what was his name? Uh, Utagali has said they don't remember interacting, but that does not mean that it has not happened in the past. You, you've said yourself that you'll forget much in this long t- time that you've been. Yeah. She shrugs. It might help your friends. It would make it all the more valuable to you, would it not? I see. Alright, well, we will uh, take our leave then for now. Thank you. Owens, if you need food and nourishment, please help yourselves. Tell them that you've my leave. We'll be on our way then, and yes, we'll partake in refilling our rations. Thank you. She nods, and she uh, looks at uh, Utagali and says, um, They are worried about their return journey to the lake. Utagali, why don't you send some of your men to make sure they are fine? It is the least we can do. (laughs) And Utagali... Nods and says, Of course, if you wish it, Elder, I shall send some of our own to ensure that they are safe. And she disappears into the, um, into the, essentially, as she opens the doors, you can kind of peek through. This looks to be like a large, like, gathering hall. Like, perhaps, like, where they have, like, a town hall of some kind, where they have meetings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the most part, Geth will just remain fairly quiet, other than stating, like, alright, let's, uh, get going, and, um, assuming that we're being led around by, uh, uh, Utagali, uh, here, I'll just say, well, 
if you are going to help us remain safe on the aisle, that is greatly appreciated. We uh, would probably want to ensure that your people are not seen by the other traveling compatriots, the the kobolds, so that they do not know where your village is. So it seems that you're hard to see as it is. I assume oh. that it won't be hard for you to <laughs> stay hidden. I'm I'm hard to see when I'm sitting in a tree, not so much when I'm walking around. But I understand. We will keep eyes on you. If that is what you want. If it is what you desire. Um, maybe uh maybe prepare it and we can we can discuss. We may not require it. Uh but our friend here, Rosebud, as long as you're within a certain distance, can send you a short message. We'll just need some time to speak with Lavender and Jewel, the rest of our party, to... Let them know what they're doing. Exactly, and, and discuss our next course of action, so... And if you hang back, we'll send it. A... Of course, of course. You are more than welcome to... Stay here as long as you like. In truth, <laughs> he chuckles. If I were you, I would get comfortable. Um. So once they give us the the their maps, can we? I, they didn't actually give they it. I actually think. give you the maps. Oh. They they were they were holding them back, saying like, "Well, if you guys get us off here, you could have our maps." Sort of deal. Okay. Not that it matters, because you have a master thief in the party. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jewel can get whatever she here, wants. Here I am trying to establish stakes and, you know, goals and, well, you know. Stealing I mean, still beats them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to judge? Still needs How a stealth you? mission. There's still yeah. roles and True. potential trouble. Alright. So... Uh, as you guys, um, oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something, Oma? No. Or now that there's no maps? No, involved, I was just making. Okay. I was just wondering if, uh, just about the maps. Like, okay, yeah. That will be a session for another time because, as um, Utagal the Utagali tells you that, uh, if he if you, he were you, then he would prepare to. Get comfortable. Um, we will go ahead and end this session. Holy um, shit. Um, Talk about some bomb drops there, Paige. Yeah, so many bomb drops. <laughs> so what did you do? Ah, oh, we killed his family and ate his people and enslaved some other... Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, I'm just like, well, you deserved it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, these are not the Ani Ani I expected to meet. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the session. That was great. It is interesting. It puts us at a bit of a dilemma, though. Doesn't it? Doesn't it indeed. What dilemma? I mean, like, there's a lot of dilemmas here. We still don't have a way off the island. We know that McKissick is almost god tier magic user. Yeah, there's no way we can fight McKissick. Well, <laughs> no, but honestly, I I wouldn't tell him to release these people. Well, <laughs> uh, 
I'm I'm on that same boat where I'm like, yeah, this is the resulting experience from their choices, and they can enjoy it all they want. I'm not like I need to free these yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, I want to get the party out of here. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Evil <laughs> <laughs> laughter, goddamn. Oh, maybe maybe we could strike a deal with McKissick. Well, I think I, I don't know. you know. We just need to see him again now that we've gone through everything and we understand the truth of everything. And we've already sweetened the pot. We gave him an alchemy jug. <laughs> that's that's got to turn out to be helpful. <laughs> All the condiments he's ever wanted. <laughs> yep. How how mighty and powerful you are, but you have no condiments. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I haven't it's tasted sweet mayonnaise in many, many years. <laughs> <laughs> we, we come back and just every single meal he serves is now just drenched in mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, get ready. That's going to be what's, that's exactly what's going to be what happens. <laughs> I didn't know that that jar can produce uh, freaking pesto. When did you make that? I don't know. Oh, that was good times, though. Yes. Thank yep. you very much. Thank you so much. I will mm-hmm. talk to you guys I don't later. Know what to do. Yes.